Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? Who are you? Iris. You're Iris? Who are you? I'm a monkey. Oh, you're a monkey. We have a monkey, a special guest, a monkey <laughs> in the house. <laughs> uh, Welcome to Hands Off Parents. Yeah. I am not a monkey, but I'm Abby. I am also not a monkey, and I am Steph. Sometimes I feel like I'm in a zoo, though. Wow. That was a great mom joke. <laughs> um... So what are we talking about oh, today? We're going to talk today about um, how our parenting style has been just proven time and time again to Being, be the way to go. We, I don't want to pat ourselves on the back. But I'm getting validated left <laughs> and right. By blog posts and... By the internet, which the internet. never happens. No, and it's never wrong either. I just want to point that out. The internet is always right. <laughs> always as we correct. constantly talk about on the show. Yes. Our love for the internet. So recently, um, and we've talked about this before because we had been, he's, I think he's downstairs, honey. You, you and I have been trying to not swear as much. Yeah. Um, which has been mildly successful. Sure. But not really. Not really. But then we've been kind of reading here and there and then like, it's cool to swear in front of your kids. fine. And I don't even like the word swear actually. Why are, that's the worst word. It is. I like curse. I like fuck. Okay. <laughs> Wherever the comma might fall in that sentence would be like, I like, okay, anyway. Um, yeah, so we, we like found this article that people had been posting around about how it's not so bad to be cursing in front of your kids. Yeah, it's not bad to curse. It's not bad to be messy. You're no, slob. If, no, this is what it was. If you curse and you're a slob and you go to bed late, you're more intelligent and creative. Hells yeah. So basically, <laughs> I win the award because I am all three of those things. Mommy, and you're a mommy and monkey. And I'm a mommy monkey. So there you go. Everything you win. Boop. Um... I don't go to bed late, but I wish I did. Yeah. So I'll give myself half a point for that. Yeah. But the cursing and the mess. I would say, though, that since you wake up at like 3 or 4 a.m., that I'm going to call that going to bed late. Okay, that's fair. Because that really is the middle of the night. (laughs) Yes. So you're up in the middle of the night. You're a night owl. I am a night owl. Yeah. Credit given. (laughs) Um, And what what was the article basically arguing that? It was arguing that like... um, So there's that myth of if you only say a bad word that you uh, are less intelligent. Right. What I was saying was that you actually are like more of a badass because you know it's taboo and you use it anyway. Yes. So it's really not a sign of intelligence or lack of intelligence. No. And I think from like a... um from a sociological perspective, there is this very negative stigma around slang and cursing and there's there's no real literature that says that it's you're stupid. Like they have, they haven't done studies that said, oh, if you say shit, you're a stupider. Yeah. You're where, a where does that person. come from? I think it comes from just like class, maybe mm. classism. So saying the F word means you're low, like of a lower class. Right. I don't think that's true at all and think about some of like the great literature like some of the greatest writers right like Hemingway well yeah I'd love to good swear if I think about it from the perspective of 
theater and playwriting. Right. That you I've, find me a play that's won the Tony or like the, the OB or any sort of playwriting award in the last recently ten years. I'd say yeah. That doesn't have a cuss word in it. Yeah, absolutely. they all do. Because that's because how it's people reflective talk. of yes. the times. That's how people talk. Yeah, and that is how people talk. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being reflective of regular old people. I have a professor who is hands down the smartest person I have ever got to like hang out with. She says f nonstop. Like she's constantly cursing. And when I first met her online, like because I didn't really meet her face to face for the first time, I was like, wow, she's really like teaching with. And I don't do that as a professor, but I was go with it. And then I met her in person. It's just, just hard. This is the way she is. She's like the top of her field in terms of scholarship. And she's just like crazy freaking smart. That makes and me. And she loves saying fuck. So all validated. The time. She says it all the time. I say it all the time. I yes. think I, I think I am. I think I'm uh, more in, in fuck jail than you are. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's so it's and I, uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't not say it because of my kids. Because I actually am like waiting for the day that they say it, and I think it'll be hilarious when right. they do. Right. Um. But they they have yet to repeat it. Has she said no? She any bad words? Nope. The closest she repeats everything, but yes. she doesn't repeat those, which is always very interesting to me. I wonder why. It's almost like she knows that it's bad. Yeah. Or I don't know. I mean. We we really don't edit ourselves. My parents didn't edit themselves. We we grew up in a filthy uh, vernacular household. Yes, mine too. But I kind of like knew there was a time and a place for stuff. Yes. And I think as I've gotten older, I'm less observant of time and places for stuff. I I think that's very true. It's like, well, I don't like I don't want to censor myself. I want to say what I want to say. And yeah. I'm almost 40. And so fuck you. Like, that, that's exactly yeah. how I feel. Yeah. I mean, certainly there's a there. You know, I don't like it in the classroom. I think it's that's for me. I But I've sat in on other professors. And like I said, mine. But my colleagues who just throw it around. I use it in a classroom. You do. Yeah. And you, but and your students, it's like you're treating them like adults, too. Right. Because when you censor yourself that much, maybe you're sort of, especially if you're reading a play and you're like, oh, here, thank you for all this pie. If you're reading a play where they're saying like shit every other word and then you don't use it, what are, what kind of, like maybe you're sending them sort of a mixed message. I think, yeah, I think it is sort of a confusing line, but I I think that, yeah, like we use it in, in our curriculum. Like it's literally built into the curriculum because we're talking about great works yeah exactly um but yeah i think i think there that that the the thing that this article is suggesting that all these articles i've written read a lot of them lately yeah um is to that, validate yourself sure i mean it happens so rarely that yeah. when i get yeah. a chance to do so Please. i really plunge plunge you know knee deep um is that they're making this distinction between intelligent people and creative people yes i don't know how i feel about that um, saying I don't think that intelligent people are not creative or vice yeah versa. they're saying if you are if you are cursing and going to bed late and having a messy house you are less um, rigid yeah. and more creative and free-flowing so 
And if you're, yeah, and if you, if you don't have a messy house and you honor a bedtime and you don't say bad words, that yeah. you're more in, in, intelligent or rational or right. logical sort of a person. Right brain versus left brain. Yeah, exactly. What's I mean, your, what's your, what's your feeling on that? I've <laughs> read studies before about creative people and messiness. But I've also met lots of creative people in my life who were not messy. So I don't, I can't, I certainly can't. Seems like sort of a, a yeah. generalization. Yeah. <laughs> there right. you go. That's exactly right. Um, so I, right. I don't know for sure. I know I'm messy. And I, <laughs> thank you. Um, I, and I think sometimes I'm creative, not all the time. I would call you creative. <laughs> Not lately. But. I think, so my only example is my mother is like so neat yeah. that like she comes over and like rearranges my Tupperware drawer, drawer. That is not an exaggeration. She does that. She's like fiending to clean my house. Like this is what she dreams about. Yeah. She is not, uh, I wouldn't call her creative. I would, I would, you know, she didn't really take a creative path in life. Right, right, right. I did, and I am filthy dirty. Yeah. I mean, not not like dirty, but yeah. like my house is a mess. There is there is a lack of organization. Yeah. I don't prioritize cleaning my house. It's not on the top of my to dos. You have a lot of other stuff going on. Yeah, I just it just doesn't it just doesn't make the cut. But do you know anyone who's really neat and creative? I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head, but I just said that I did know those people. I'm like spiraling it. I'm like going through my list. Yeah. I can't think of any like really neat people off the top of my head. I'm sure these people exist. Is Rob neat? um, No, he is not. He is not neat. He's a secret. His mom is incredibly neat. Um, I wouldn't call her like she didn't take a creative path, but she's got, you know, she's right. She's artsy. She enjoys art quite a bit. I mean, aren't we all creative? That's what I was This is what say. I, like, now like, I'm just like, why are we even making these two groups? Yeah, like, what it makes you creative and what, like, you like, you like music, you can't make it, but I aren't think, you still a creative person because you enjoy yeah. I think art? what makes you creative is that you create things. Yeah. Of any kind. You can think I think if you are, like, a, a good cook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're creative. Uh, my little sister is the most creative person I've ever met. And she cooks. Yeah. She is not clean either. She's not a slob though. I think there's certain creative professions perhaps where you have, like if you're a chef, you kind of have to be a little bit neater. You do. You're getting like hair you and do. food and that's gross. Right. But do you, do you, do you think it's an old versus young thing? Like, do you think like in 20 years we're going to be neat? Because I, like you no. just said like Rob's mom is neat. My yeah. mom is neat. But was your mom neat growing up? Always. My mom was a slob. Always. Continues to be a slob. And my dad was a slob and he's still a slob. Yeah. So I guess it's... I will never be a neat... He is a science person, my dad. Although also secretly creative. Basically, everyone's creative. This is what I've decided from this this conversation. We just blew our own minds. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back to saying the cursing. So... You can be creative, not creative. You can curse, you can not curse. This is and our... And what is, like, what is that going to do to your kids? Like, is that really going to do all that much if your kid happens to say shit one day and doesn't... I think what another article I read about this was, like, explain it to them. 
Yeah. Oh, you're on the horse. Look, I love it. Yeah, exactly. I um, was ridiculed deeply. Do you remember this? I was ridiculed deeply online. I kind of want to pull it up. Online you I'm were? Gonna, yeah, I was ridiculed oh, online. Oh, like, oh, I'm going to let my kids say curses. Or I'm no, curse no, no, no. This was kids. another essay I wrote that was about, like, grieving or something. Yes. And I said, fuck a lot, because I just do. Yeah. And this woman got on and criticized my use of that word. Oh. And I responded to her... I'm going to pull it up. Okay, please do. Um, while you're pulling it up, I'll say that I was like telling you before the show, oh, I had read this article about how somebody's cursing in front of their kids. And it, like a moron, <laughs> um, I realized after pulling the article up that it was my sister who had posted this article um, on Scary Mommy. And my sister is an amazing, funny, funny writer. And she writes for Scary Mommy very often. And she was saying, like, she's just going to curse all the time in front of her kids now. Um, and uh, I have, like, a very strong memory of being in an elevator with her and her son. And he was probably, oh, I want to say six. And he pulled his hand in his pocket and he pulled out some crap. And he was like, Mom, I just found all this crap in my pocket. And I thought it was so funny, and she thought it was so funny, and, like, the lady in the elevator thought it was so funny, and we were like, what's wrong with that? What He knew what crap in his pocket was right, at six. Right, right, right. If you know what shit is, like... And you can use it in context? You, you're genius. I'm going to say you're smart. Yeah. You're I can't... I, so, basically, we're waiting for the day. If they say it correctly. I, I think this is just, like, this... I We just have a... We have a very... Um, uh, laissez-faire house I think yeah I think I think it's like it makes sense that we are not rigid about (laughs) cleanliness or what comes out of our mouth or you know bedtime gets you know more and later and later every day and and you know things happen or they don't happen and she eats like literally I posted a picture last night of Iris with a plate of french fries on her lap eating an ice cream cone and and that's just I I don't know. Are we terrible? Are we the worst? Maybe maybe we are. I don't think. I mean, but aren't there people who whose parents aren't that way? And then like, listen, I've been all I listen to now is the Sword and Scale podcast, and let me tell you, it's about how everybody is a murderer, and all these murderers and psychopaths grew up in these like super religious, like, very rigid. Like, rigid households. Yep. So I feel like I'm just sort of trying to prevent a murderer. I think she, I cannot imagine her killing anyone. That's that. <laughs> with okay. those curls. What would you say is your number one? We talked about this before. Yeah. So like, because I was thinking about it today. I'm like, okay, I don't enforce this. I don't enforce this. I don't enforce this. What do I enforce as a parent? Right. What do you think like is, your, is the number one thing you enforce? Like that you try, like this is what's, this is your priority. This is what is uh, important to you. Like and child rearing. I don't want them standing in the bathtub. <laughs> because then they're going to fall. I agree. So, so safety? Yeah, safety. I think safety is. But then no, because then like they're at the playground. I'm like, just climb up the, to the highest. You're fine. You'll just go down the slide. If you fall, you'll, you'll get up and you'll be okay. I don't. I guess safety in a sense. I also don't like them like playing on my computer. Oh, my like, don't touch my computer. It makes me, I'm literally like, this is mommy's work. Because she, like, uses that word mer- work as a, as a yes. monastery kid. Yeah. Um, what about you? I, uh, 
empathy and compassion. Yeah, which is oh, that's th- like it. Us okay, we that's do, it, and that's that's we try to say to thank you, you. We try to say please. We try to be nice. Don't hit. Yeah, share with be, your friends. Be a good person. Yeah, be a good kid. I agree. I agree. I and I will say for eight hundred times again and again and again. That's super important. Yeah. yeah. So you're on the fire truck. So this is. This is a. I was talking about this comment somebody yes. wrote to me on the internet. Wow. Um, so she is. This woman is attaching vulgarity with uh, with being a horrible person. Right. Okay. But not I, horrible I don't attach either those, one. Yeah. All of it. Okay. Yeah. Go horrible ahead. human. Horrible parent. Horrible everything. So I wrote this article um, on Medium called "How to Reinvent Yourself." Yes. And it was about, um, you know. Um, hitting the bottom of the barrel in terms of um, pain and suffering um, and then climbing back out to the other side. And it was a very heartfelt article. It came from my soul and my guts. I wrote it very quickly. And it's awesome. Uh, it, poured, it poured out. And it was like posted everywhere on the internet. So she responds. Her name is Becky. This is a woman <gasps> named You're Becky. You're calling her out. I'm calling oh, her she out. She called herself out. She called herself out. Yeah. Didn't put a last name, so. That's fine. Not cool, Becky. I could have really gone the whole hog there. Yes. She says, you are a mother and a teacher, and you can't write. (laughs) Iris is having a really good time. Iris has turned into a wild child over the last week, and I'd like to address that later in the show. (laughs) Okay. Starting over. You are a mother and a teacher and you can't write without vulgarity, crude language. I was enjoying your article and excused the first one or two vulgarities, but it continued, so I had to stop. Please, ma'am, try to write for us, for those of us who are Christian and try very hard to live a Christian life. We need help, too, but cannot tolerate this kind of language. We need something that is kind, heartfelt, and properly worded. Thank you. Did you respond? Oh, I sure did. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your feedback, feedback, Becky. I can certainly write without vulgarity and obviously do so in my professional life, but this is a stylistic choice I make as a writer of nonfiction. This is a creative endeavor, not a religious sermon. Show me a Pulitzer Prize-winning play of the last 10 years and I'll show you an F word, a B word, and a C word. If vulgarity bothers you, like you said, you don't have to read the piece and you certainly don't have to scold or ridicule the writer for being immoral. Different strokes for different folks. Also, I am Jewish, but this is beside the point. I'm not writing for religious reasons. Reasons. I'm not writing for my students. I'm not writing for my child. I'm writing about my personal experience, about a traumatic event, and its aftermath in a way that is honest and, and unfiltered. Also, I really like the word fuck. It is a word that carries a lot of weight and power. It is a series of four letters put together like duck or walk or fire. Again, thanks for the feedback, and I'm sorry the piece didn't resonate with you. Did she respond? Nope. That but was it. A million other people did. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, fuck you, Becky. Which it's, then I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, let's like, not put her on the crucifix, guys. Right, right, right. Speaking of Christianity. Yeah. But it, I don't know. I mean, like, to pull religion into it, I'm sure there are many good Christians and Catholics and Muslims and out there who don't have a problem with profanity. And I'm sure there's plenty of people that do. And sure. that, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that you need to not use it. If you I don't, mean, are it, they inextricably linked? Like, is... is there's is, no... I I don't know the Bible back and forth. But I, I would assume there is nowhere in the Bible that says don't say the word fuck. 
because the that word did not exist. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> could, could there be like bam, listeners? Yeah, she just took <laughs> you down. <laughs> that word did not exist. She said. Was there swearing? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, but then there's also like the violence aspect to it. Oh, and now we're just going to start talking about the Bible. Like, this is off topic. Stop. Guys, we're not even drinking. We it's are like not 10 30 in the morning. drunk at all. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's try and figure out a way to segue back <laughs> to parenting. Okay. Basically, like, so. Be a good person. This woman is saying that You're I a am a person. terrible person, mother, and teacher because I say bad words. I disagree. I, I, and I'm, I take your side wholeheartedly. Um, and that's some I mean, people don't want their kids saying that that's absolutely fine i will tell you the first time i heard a bad word do you remember i heard the c word and i had no idea what it was and i was told what it was and i didn't understand what that meant either um but started using it and was <laughs> old i must have been like eight like oh and God. it was like on the bus that's incredible and so i feel like i would rather tell my kids what fuck means yes um and why they should not use it in certain contexts right. and where it's okay to say it yep. and how we should use it then have them learn it on the school bus I which agree. is where they are going to learn you it. know what this is exactly it's the same conversation we will have about sex yeah we will have about like about any about racism we yeah. talked about it yeah that you have to approach it oh, from you. from fr- you have to be uh What's the word? I'm pro, pro, pro. Proactive? Proactive. Yeah. You have to be proactive about these things. Absolutely. I would rather teach my kids about drugs and sex and racism and cursing than some other eight-year-old. Yeah. And and if you say it's okay in the house, it's not okay at school. Right. It's okay when we're driving in the car and you have something that makes you really upset. Yeah. It's not okay when you're talking to your teacher. And also... I will add that I would say to her, try it in the classroom and see what happens. Yeah, you're going to get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> and then like she can. Yeah. And yeah. then and then she'll go, oh, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. But it's. And then she does that instead of me putting it on her. What happened? What happened? Let's take a break. We'll yes, be right let's back. Let's take a break. OK. All right. We're back. This was a. Uh... We're back. <laughs> It was a freaking shit show. No, Woo! It was fine. Um, is this our most E episode? This really is. We, like, we have an E by all of our episodes. Oddly, we haven't had the kids with us for a couple episodes. And this one we do. And we're like, let's talk about cursing. <laughs> <laughs> Since they're here running amok. <laughs> what a perfect opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah so I guess our, our, our uh, bottom line is that we... Uh, we're okay with it. We're good with it. Yeah. Like everything else. And there's a time and a place. Yes. And we hope our kids understand that time yeah. and place. And the I so so I think this is this is actually a good segue um into something that we've seen a bunch this week. Yes. This idea of hands off, this idea of letting your kids uh do what they will do and yeah. not and not sheltering them from consequences yeah because the thing is if my kid says fuck in the classroom she is getting in trouble yep and and i'm gonna be like yeah you made that choice to say that word Mm -hmm. and i wasn't there to help you and you got in trouble and maybe she'll go well you use those words and i'm like yeah but i'm not in school yeah so like i can and it'll it'll approach the conversation (laughs) exactly it's an opening to the conversation 
that should happen. Yeah. Because people say it and you watch it on TV. And even on regular old NBC, ABC now, the, oh, some of the it's language everywhere. is it's pretty strong. Are I mean, are you like, are you cool with your kid getting in trouble like at school? Yes. Are you into that? I, I mean, I'm. It's gonna. I don't, it's, I don't hope for it. It's but gonna it, sting. It will happen. I know it will happen. It already happened. Like I've said a couple times, they right. they get time out at school constantly, and it's for things that I agree with. It's I've never walked in and had them say Levi had time out today, and I say what happened? Oh, he wasn't being nice to his friends, or he wasn't. Of course, then he should right. be in trouble for that. Yeah, like I'm good with other people disciplining my kid. Absolutely not physically. No, 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 no. But but and like strangers. I don't yeah, know yeah. Don't. strangers but, can fuck right off. Yeah. <laughs> but all I was at the museum or now this is total. I was at the Children's Museum. Man, I wanted to take every one of those kids. I know. You are not you sharing. Are you worst. are the worst. And where are your parents? Where are your parents? And I did not. I let it go. But I would hope it is a village. It's a village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's not a a village with strangers. We should address this at some point. We will. Yes. What is your role in the in the disciplining of other kids? Yes, that's other people's kids. But in terms of the hands offness that we've seen around the internet, I think there's like a bit of a turning of a tide. You think so? I do. I think our like, like against hel- helicoptering. There's I think like a. It seems it's gotten some bad. It has press. Yeah, it's gotten some bad press pretty recently. I so what was the sign? The so just to just quickly because our kids are being watched by dad. The there was this school. Uh, I'm forgetting where, but Stephanie's pulling it up. Where they put up a sign that said. Um, if your kid has forgotten their homework, their lunch, their yada yada, and you are here to bring it to them, turn around, you're not allowed to do that, basically. And it was met with mixed reviews. Some people were pretty adamant that this was uh, child abuse <laughs> and your kids are going to starve, which is not going to happen. Never going to happen. And uh, other people thought it was a good thing that it's teaching responsibility. If your kid does not bring their homework, then they messed up. And get in trouble. They'll and get in trouble. they'll feel bad. And then they'll know they want to bring their homework next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So this is what the sign says. There's a stop sign. It says, stop. If you are dropping off your son's forgotten lunch. I don't know why it's just yeah, a Yeah, why sun. is it just sun? Is it a boy's school? Maybe. It might be. Yes, I think it is. Okay, I be- think it better is. be. Yes. Otherwise, yes. I, otherwise, I hate this yeah, sign. Yeah. I'm not no, cool with I'm this sign. I'm pretty sure it is a boy's okay. school. If you are dropping off your son's forgotten lunch, books, homework, equipment, etc., please turn around that's that's bolded and yes. underlined and exit the building your son will learn to bolded underlined problem solve in your absence yeah that's my favorite part did your parent ever do that to you like bring things that you had forgotten i'm sure she did because she is extremely involved yeah and she was like my mom was like the pto president she was always she at was the school so yeah. i don't really remember i was like a really on it kid though i was always <clears throat> I always like had my homework done. I was always like a really good grader kind of a kid. Yeah. So I didn't deal with that. My brother was like the worst yeah. student. So she probably did that for him. Um, but yeah, I don't recall. Did, did your mom? Uh, I, yet again, I'm glad my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. She did this for my sisters, I think. I think she was very involved in their schooling, but not so much in mine. But then maybe, I don't remember. I, 
I don't remember her ever like showing up me calling her and saying I forgot this can you please bring it or her being on top of knowing what I needed to bring that is the difference though is that now kids can text their parents or call them when we were going to school you'd have to like go to the office to use the phone you couldn't text your mom so so really there is there is more of an ability on the child's part to ask for that help from the parent yes so it's like you know put yourself in this situation Jack or Levi text you, Mom, I forgot my lunch. Yes. Can you please bring it? What do and I do? I'm like, are you going to say no? Or I, yeah. Like, I, you're going to do it. Of course. Of course. You know? And this is this is where it's like, what's the line there between, like, giving your kids, you know, is problem solving letting them go hungry for a day? At lunch is something I don't know. Because I would almost feel like that was a little bit of my responsibility. I'm, I mean, but when you get to be 10... And you have a routine where I hope exists and not just in like GIF commercials where the lunch is there on the table and you say, kid, bring your lunch and they don't bring it. I mean, that's if it's a daily thing, it's sort of on them, right? So this is what is I was just saying I was just thinking like I wonder how old these kids are. And it says Catholic high school. Yeah. For high boys. School? So high school, I think this is a totally appropriate yes, sign. Elementary school, I would say no. They're still not there yet. Maybe getting to sixth, fifth, sixth grade. Right. Say middle school, yeah. Yeah, that you need to bring lunch, right. you need to bring your homework. But yeah, I, I think at a young age, it's still okay to support that. Is it okay to do their homework? Is it okay to do their solar system, planet, whatever thing no. for them? No, absolutely not. I think that that's crazy. And I Is will. it okay to assist them Is in it, the doing? Absolutely. Is it As okay a, to help with homework? Sure. Yeah. Right. Is it, but oh, do it for them? I don't think so. I think that this sign is in response. I think it's saying like forgotten lunch books, homework, etc. Like just stop. I think it's just like just stop and evaluate whether or not you are helping or harming your kid. Yeah. You know, if a kid is 17 and a junior in high school or senior in high school and they're about to go to college and you're still bringing their shit to yeah. school for them, like yeah. your kid's going to have a problem. Because we've seen that. I mean, you've seen it in high school. Absolutely. Now I see it in college. I've had plenty of students who have said to me things like, oh, but my mom pays for college. So if I fail this course, I'm it's like you should have thought of that before you stopped going to the class and or not reading the textbook or right. doing your homework. Right. So where where are we setting our students up for and our young people? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pro. I'm pro the sign. Yeah, I'm pro the sign. I am, too. But I'm interested of what people say about it. And I read some of the comments that people were saying, hey, you know, lunch is one thing. And that, and so if anybody wants to weigh in on this. Weigh in. Please do on our Let's Facebook hear what you have page. to say. And about cursing too, because I feel like we're a little on the left side of the, sure. the cursing curve. Where, yeah, the cursing curve. I like yeah. that. <laughs> the fucking name. cursing curve. Stephanie Wax autobiography. <laughs> yes. If you feel like there's something wrong or immoral with it, I'm totally open to listening to why this is so bad. And I don't want uh, anyone to think that we are encouraging our kids to walk around and say F to people. No. But just to understand what these words mean. Context. And when it's okay to use them and when it's not okay to use them. Yeah. I think it's an important life lesson. I do too. That will serve them in their their lives. Whole freaking lives. 
Um, anything that the boys are, uh, we, we have any like uh, failures or, or funnies? What do we call these? What do we call this segment? Funny or failure? Yeah. Funny or, or funny or failure? Let's think of an awesome failure that has happened recently. Uh, you were talking about the difficulty of Jack thing. Yeah, Jack, you. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm waiting for them to repeat the F word or shit or whatever because I, I'm constantly in the car screaming things. <laughs> the, they repeat mostly everything. The one word Jack refuses to repeat is please and thank you. <laughs> and to the point where he'll throw a fit. Like he knows. I'll say, say please, say please. Levi is glorious. Please and thank you. He says you're welcome. Um, when you say thank you to him, Jack just will look at you like you have alien brains come wow. out of your face and just will not say it i don't get it it's, maybe he sees that it like bothers you or something oh i'm sure that i'm like say please say please say please like right. a psychopath right 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 <laughs> what about you what is iris doing that's uh it's funny she has started to express basically iris is going to be an actor is what i've decided I'm she's sure. started to look in the mirror and and be sad in the mirror <laughs> and like make faces at herself um which is funny but the funniest thing is that she's now expressing frustration by going so like whenever she's frustrated she goes and like makes this and like makes this face like she's just like so totally put off yeah and i'm like i wonder where she gets that um oh i love it yeah and then like when she tastes something yummy she's like and makes this you know like this this face like yeah you know she's like yes really relishes the flavor this yogurt it's it's really truly truly delightful but the the frustration expression is just top notch she's up top yeah this was a fun freaking i keep saying freaking (laughs) i listen i respect your ability to tone it down I have lost the ability to do it. Like something is wrong with me. I'm also just like in general walking into furniture and like bumping my head on things. Like my family is concerned deeply. They're deeply concerned. Like my mom yesterday and Mike were like, what what can we do? Because you are bruised and banged up. Like I almost got a concussion yesterday. Like I slammed my head on the back of the headboard on my mom's bed. Oh no. And like it's always been there. It's been there forever. Like I knew it was there. But I'm just not paying attention. I walked into a wall this morning with we, my face. We, I, I, I forget what the actual statistic is, but we can only hold five active thoughts in our brain. I think it's like five to seven, something like that. And if you, your brain doesn't need one, it just kind of pushes it out. So your brain is probably like has just too much active <gasps> thoughts what? going on. So you're like, I, I'll, I'll just walk into this wall that is so okay this is you know what when 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 harris died i walked into furniture and walked into walls and got bruised a lot too yeah it's totally common so that's interesting like i wonder i wonder if that yeah that makes sense you're just overwhelmed when you're overwhelmed like those things that you do naturally and organically kind of fly out yeah your brain's just like yeah Yeah. i'll figure i know how to do that already so i literally have (laughs) no room to filter any fucking thing that comes out of my mouth is what we're saying cool this was a fun conversation email us Subject line. Fuck you. STFU. <laughs> um, tweet at us and Facebook us. Yeah. Stuff. And we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents. Or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. 
Bum. Mail camp.